Hey girl, I'm Kylie Pax. After a lifetime of emotional eating, struggling with my weight and being a serial dieter, I finally found the missing key to weight loss and I lost 20 kilos. Each week, I'll give you my no BS weight loss advice so you can sprinkle it over your life and your dinner plate and lose weight too. Everything I teach you is fluff free. That means you'll learn simple strategies to master not only your weight, but your mindset as well. Girl, you get that in check and those extra kilos will never haunt your booty again. If you're ready to lose the weight for life, let's go. What is up, you gorgeous, fabulous creatures, and welcome to episode number 80 of FSA Scout Podcast. You're here with Kylie Pax, Australia's emotional eating coach, and we are diving into some more viewer questions today. I keep saying that. I keep saying viewer questions. You know, nobody's, it's not viewer at all. Listener questions. And I'm really super excited because today's question is coming all the way from Dublin, Ireland. So very pumped and very excited, but you know the drill. Before we dive into that, I'm going to remind you, if you haven't skipped on over yet, please do visit me at kyliepacks.com forward slash free course because the free four-part weight loss course is coming out very, very shortly. And I want you to get your little mitts on it. So I'm going to dive right in today. There will be, there shall be no more delays. I, well, first, let me just tell you how incredible my day was. I'm really vibey today. I, when I got to the hairdresser today, I was just like, oh my God, I'm like really vibey because I've taken this pre-workout, which has caffeine in it, which I don't drink coffee. So for me to get like this hit of caffeine and be doing all these things, I'm like, what are you doing? How are you going? What's happening? <laughs> a little crazy, but I've, I got up early. I did my journaling. I've done cleaned the entire kitchen, did my gym workout, got the hair blow dried. And now we are recording this week's podcast. So let me give you today's question from Neve in Ireland. And before I do that, I just want to remind you, please, if you would be so kind, when you listen to this, take a screenshot and share it on your stories and tag me. Let me know. And if you don't want to do that, then just dive into my inbox and tell me that you've listened to it and what you thought of these episodes where we're now taking listener questions because I think they are awesome and really, really helpful. So this is today's question from Neve, and their theme is help my weight loss is taking too long. So Neve, I'm going to need to put my glasses on for this one. My fancy pink glasses. Neve says, hi, Kylie. I'm so excited to hear you're taking viewer questions. See, she says viewer too. I've been following your program for a while now and I'm losing weight, but it feels slow. What advice do you have for someone who feels like their weight loss journey is taking too long? Are there any practical tips or strategies you can recommend to help speed up the process or stay motivated along the way. So first thing, I was actually speaking a little bit a little bit about this on my stories earlier today. First thing, honey, is you don't need motivation. We don't listen. You don't. It's motivation is great and if you get it, it's a bonus, but you don't need it. What you need is a commitment to the process. More than anything, you need consistency. If you're asking for motivation, it's probably because you haven't built up a strong level of consistency yet with your habits and routines surrounding the weight loss. The reason I say this is because we rely heavily on motivation to get us started. This is what motivation is designed for. If a wild creature is chasing you, you will be (laughs) very fucking motivated to run in the opposite direction. 
that's where motivation comes in very handy. If a tsunami is approaching you on the beach, you don't want to be considering and doing a pros and cons list as to whether you should grab your bikini and a surfboard or whether you should hike your ass as fast as you can up the nearest mountain. There's no time for that. You would be motivated to move very swiftly. Motivation is designed to get us going quickly. That's what motivation is is for. That's what it's for and that's what it does. It's designed to get you going quickly. But motivation is not designed to help you see something through. Please ask anybody who's lost like a reasonable amount of weight if they were motivated to do it the whole way through. Nobody, nobody wakes up every single morning like, ding, can't wait to get out of bed today. Feel fucking amazing. This is great. I'm so motivated to do all the incredible things that I know are going to change my life. I'm motivated to skip the coffee and drink two liters of water. I'm motivated to choose the lettuce over the McDonald's. I'm motivated to go out for a a walk this morning and do a 10 mile run rather than hit the snooze alarm and sleep in. Nobody. And nobody I've ever met, no female has ever lost weight and felt that way the whole journey through. That, honey, is not a thing. Motivation will get you started, but it's discipline that's going to see you through. So when you're asking in your life for more motivation, how do I get motivated? And once I get motivated, how do I keep it? How do I hold on to that scary little beast? You can't. It's transitory and it's designed to be that way, usually because it comes with a, a shit ton of adrenaline. Adrenaline is what will cause your fight or flight syndrome to kick in. Adrenaline is what's going to get you moving and pumping and and making some progress, as I said, very quickly. But you can't live on adrenaline, and so many of us do these days, or we try to, but understand that adrenaline, while you might think this is great, let me just get my adrenaline pumping, but adrenaline also walks hand in hand with the hormone cortisol, which, if you are unaware, causes fat storage. Listen, honey, please. Stress causes cortisol and adrenaline to be released in your body, which causes weight storage, fat storage. Usually, it gets even better. Don't listen, don't think that I haven't studied this. Usually around the midsection. So if you want a fat waist, then put yourself in a position where you're constantly trying to get more and more motivated and get that adrenaline going because it's fine for a short period of time. As I say to you, it's fantastic. Let's kick start something. You know, when you hear terms like kickstart or jumpstart, let's do this three-week thing. That's awesome. Of course, you're going to be motivated to do that, but don't think by week three that you're still going to feel the motivation and the excitement. You're not because real life has fucking kicked in and you realize that you still have to pick kids up from school and make meals and now they're eating pizza and you're supposed to be over here with your bean sprouts. Again, this is not helpful. If you're relying on that motivation to see you the whole way through your journey, you're going to find yourself living in what I call start-stop syndrome. Start-stop syndrome is something that I lived in for, listen, my entire life, my entire weight loss journey happened with me living with start-stop syndrome. So it's not to say that it can't be done because I did lose weight doing start-stop, but it's not ideal. It's probably why it took me a good 30 plus years to get where I wanted to go because I was starting 
and stopping the whole way through. What does start-stop syndrome look like? It looks like you waking up on Monday morning, motivated as anything, here we go, this is so exciting, my new plan, going to count the points, do all the things, and you're motivated and you're excited because it's new. It's new. So you know you're excited and you're motivated. It's fantastic. But by lunchtime and someone's bought the free Krispy Kremes into work and now there's some pizza on offer and the boss has asked you to work back late and he's going to buy Thai food, well, you're not motivated now. Now you're fucking tired. <laughs> You've been working all day. You've had 15 messages from the kids. Like somebody's tire went flat. Another person's mobile is dying. Your mobile is dying. And you're supposed to like work late and be excited about it. That Thai food's looking real good about now. There is no more motivation. That's when we fall into the stop side of the cycle. And we're just like, oh, fuck this. And we stop doing all the things that we know are good. A, that we know are good. B, that we know are going to progress us where we want to go. And C, which is my eating code number two, where I tell you now what you want to do every morning is write down the foods that you're committed to eating that day. Like I'm going to have this for breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks. It's very easy. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks. Your 6am, 7am version of yourself is is got all her shit together and she wants the best for you. So she's going to be writing down beautiful things. I'm going to have the oatmeal with the shredded apple and the cinnamon and the yogurt and this is what I'm going to have and that's going to be my breakfast and the morning lunch is going to be, morning snack is going to be this with the coffee and the so forth. Like you can have all the things. Like the version of you in the morning that's making her plans, she has your best interests at heart. The 6 p.m. version of you that just wants to go home but the boss is like making you work back late and getting Thai food, she doesn't give a shit. She just wants to feel better. That's where if you were kicking in and using eating code number two, it would help you a lot. But meanwhile, you would now be falling into what I call start-stop syndrome. And now when you stop, when you stop doing all the things that you know are helpful for you, you A, get a little rush of dopamine because you get a little bit of relief because you weren't liking what you were doing before anyway. You're probably making shit choices. Like I'm going to eat the lettuce sandwich with A lettuce sandwich with lettuce replacing the bread. So it's just lettuce with lettuce inside and another piece of lettuce. We can't have carbs, please. What sort of an idiot's eating carbs? So this is what we're doing. We hate it the whole way through. And then we wonder why we feel so compelled to stop. And why when we do stop, we feel this little rush of relief and like you can actually breathe and exhale. How many of you have felt that? I felt that my whole entire life. I would start a diet. I would start some fancy plan. And I'd get a day or two in and then I would decide, I just can't hack this anymore. I can't take it. I just want to eat. And it's almost like I could breathe. It's like someone put, hooked me up to an oxygen mask. I felt like, oh, a weight came off my shoulders. I could breathe again. Like it was such a sigh of relief. And I was giving my brain a little hit of dopamine every time I did that, like a reward for quitting. And then we wonder why quitting seems so alluring because I hadn't First of all, I wasn't following my eating codes back then. Secondly, I wasn't making choices that I felt good about. I was doing what I thought I needed to do, aka eating what I thought I needed to eat, which is, like I said, the lettuce sandwich, to get the weight off my body. All I cared about was, let me get this weight off my body. I will deal with the rest later. I'll figure out how to keep it off afterwards. I'll figure out all my shitty mindset afterwards. I mean, secondly, that is not a thing. That is not a thing. Whatever method you use to reach your destination, you're going to have to keep that method going in order to maintain what you have achieved. So this is why I say with my program and following the eating codes is that you've got to lose it how you want to live it. You cannot 
think that doing a juice cleanse and dropping 15 kilos is going to be successful unless you're prepared to replace four meals a week, oh, a week, please, two meals a day with juices for the rest of your life. The minute you start eating calorie food, like actual food, not a lettuce sandwich, but food, food, you're going to gain, of course, weight's going to start coming back. And if you're anything like me, then you start shitting yourself and you're so petrified and you're so worried and you fall into the binge restrict cycle again. So here's the first thing you want to remember. This is for Neve. This is not just for Neve. This is for all of us. Here's the first thing we want to remember. If you can only do it for a short time, then you can expect short results. If you can only do it for a short period of time, then expect your results to stick around for a short period of time. That's what trying to live in motivation land will get you because it's not possible. It's not a thing. You can stay motivated for maybe two, three days before you get a roadblock or a road bump or something comes up to sort of divert you and kick you off your path. So you need to choose a method of weight loss, the first step to staying quote unquote motivated is to develop a level of consistency with your routines and commitment to seeing that the building of that consistency through no matter what that ends up looking like. So my example, I'll just use me because who else am I going to use? My example, since the beginning of this year, I have dedicated myself to up-leveling my routines and my habits in every area of my life, but most certainly starting with my weight loss. So as you know, I lost 20 kg without really dealing properly with my mindset because I was very, I mean, I did deal with it a little, but because I don't binge eat anymore and all that sort of thing, but I didn't address it properly and I never truly addressed my commitment to building strong foundational habits. I spent a lot of my time still being very afraid of food, not feeling like I couldn't keep certain foods in the house and if they were there, well, fuck. I mean, obviously I had to stuff my face with them. Like, please, what sort of an idiot do you think I am? I have to eat them. And the the undertone was if I eat them now, then they won't be there to threaten, I'm saying in like air quotes, to threaten my progress tomorrow. If I can just eat them and get rid of them, then they won't be there to derail me tomorrow. Let's take a pause because first of all, food has zero power to derail you from anything. So many of us are very scared to keep certain foods in the house. A lot of my private clients start off initially being like excruciatingly scared to bring things into the house like bread, especially fresh bread, um, any baked goods, chocolate, and or salty snacks. Let's just categorize it. Like let's put a catch-all and that's pretty much what it is. It's the junk food type of things. They feel they cannot keep them in the house because if they do, they can't control themselves. That is not true. Can I tell you how I know that's not true? Because if I smeared dog poop on that food, you would find it very easy to restrain yourself from eating it. You only want it because you've built it up and sprinkled it with magical pixie dust in your mind and you think it's irresistible. It is not irresistible, case in point with what I just said. You can resist it really easy. If I held a gun to your head, listen, 
And this is the example that I gave to a private client once when she was telling me and she swore black and blue. She said, I cannot control myself around chocolate or cake or like bakery items in the house. I said, I want you to imagine this. Imagine you're sitting there at your kitchen bench and you have the most delicious bakery item, whatever your favorite thing is. Let's just say it's got all the custard and the icing and the all the things that you could. It's a full-blown sticky bun, right? You're, this thing is just is ecstasy to you. You're sitting there and it's in front of you. You pick it up, see yourself picking it up. You're about to put it to your mouth and take your first bite. You're salivating. This is going to be incredible. You can smell the sweetness from where you're sitting. Suddenly, suddenly to the back of your head, you feel something pressing, a hard metal object pressing to the side of your head and you hear this click as the, the I don't know, the parts of a gun. <laughs> As that little trigger thing gets pulled back, getting ready to fire, and somebody says behind you, take one bite and you're dead. I'll blow your brains out. Now, how much is that sticky bun compelling? Do you feel you couldn't resist? Do you still feel like you have to eat it? It's going to cost you your life, but I can't stop, Kylie. I just can't stop. You would have no problem dropping that bun and stomping on it (laughs) and throwing it out in the bin with delight and glee. You wouldn't feel compelled to eat it anymore. The only reason you do is because you're telling yourself sexy time stories that it's irresistible and you just have to have it. It isn't actually the truth. The truth is that you have full control. The truth is that you decide what you eat, when and how much. The real truth is that you are in a position now to start building some habits and consistency around the things that you want to become a part of your life moving forward to the remainder of this year and the habits that are no longer serving you and you want to drop them and let them go. And if it starts with the bullshit stories, like I can't control myself around food, I I just need to eat all the food, that's something you can start by dropping. And let me explain this to you as well. Our brain doesn't like empty space. So if you just tell yourself, I'm not going to say those things anymore, but you don't replace them with something new, that isn't going to work either. So you need to come up with a new story to tell yourself. You can't just say things like, I don't eat that anymore. Because as I've explained in previous podcasts, our brain doesn't understand contractions. So it only understands, it doesn't understand like the word don't. I don't eat that anymore. It do, That doesn't hear it. It just doesn't hear the word don't. It just hears I eat that. <laughs> like I eat it. So you need to tell yourself a new story like, I have full control around every type of food. I say what, when, and how much I eat. I have full control over what I decide to eat, when I decide to eat it, and if I decide to eat it at all. You tell yourself a new positive story that you want to insert into the empty space where the bullshit stories used to live. So let's say right now your body is a physical representation of your most consistent choices. I started losing weight not when... I felt this unearthly level of motivation and I couldn't stop myself or hold myself. I just did all these amazing things whether I wanted to or not. No. I started losing weight when I began doing the things that a woman who would have lost her weight has done. That is the fucking secret 
key right there. Right now, you're acting like you got all the time in the world. Oh, I'll deal with this tomorrow. I'm just going to eat tonight. I'll face all of this tomorrow. That right there is an overweight person mindset. Procrastination, delay, putting things off, telling yourself it doesn't matter. It's just one more time. It all matters because every decision you make is reinforcing into your habit center who you truly believe that you are and who you see see yourself to be. So if you tell yourself, listen, every time you tell yourself, doesn't matter, it's just one more time, you are reinforcing into your habit center, I am a woman who does not stand by her word. I am a woman who cuts corners. I am a woman who makes a half-assed effort. I am a woman who does not put herself, her dreams, her goals, her desires, and her best version of herself first. That just all gets shoved to the fucking back of the bus. Like, don't worry about that. Right now, food is more important. There is no universe... You know, it reminds me, when I say this, it reminds me of the old adage that I don't even know where this is from, 60s, 70s, I don't know, where some some diet slogan came up with, nothing tastes as good as being skinny feels. And I almost want to, as ridiculous as it is, I almost want to grab a hold of it and sort of reinvent it for 2023 and just shake you and help you understand that I swear, I swear, Truly, no food is so good that is worth sacrificing all that you could have been, could have had and could have achieved in this short lifetime that we have to live. I didn't realize this more than I did. Well, I don't even think that is not good English. I realized this deeply when I hit 50 years old. I realized And I suddenly understood why men have their midlife crisis and all these types of things, because when you realize that you have lived more time than you've got left, I don't have time to fuck around. Like I've got somebody, I've spoken, I've mentioned it periodically in my life. I've got someone in my life right now that just wants to cause drama. She, I'll just, well, I'll just say she, she seems to enjoy causing drama. She wants to fight. She wants to cause um, disharmony. She just wants, wants, wants. And she, well, basically she doesn't want to be happy. And because she doesn't want to be happy, she doesn't want me or anyone else around her to be happy. So she's determined to be miserable. So we should all be miserable. And what I mean by that is I look at her, she's much younger than me. She's at good 10 years younger than me. I look at her and I think I literally don't have time for your drama. Like I have not enough time left in my life to get involved in that bullshit. Like, I'm just too old for that shit. I have only a certain number of years left. And whether you are listening to this now and you're 20, 30, 40, 50 or beyond, you think you've got all the time in the world. But I want you to really look at it, really. Because if you fuck around with this weight loss thing for another 5 or 10 or 20 years, that is eating up a bunch of your life that could have been spent in harmony with food, loving, trusting your body. And instead of spending every day obsessed with food, what I'm going to eat, how can I burn the most calories? You're actually living a life that when you look back on it in your old age, you think, fuck, I can't believe I did all those things. I can't believe I achieved all those things. I can't believe I had so much fun. I went to these places and did these things and made this amount of impact and friends. Like, How fucking amazing. Really take the time to think about it. Where do you want to be in six months from now? Because six months going to pass either way, whether you sit back and make fucking excuses 
or whether you get out a journal or a piece of fucking toilet paper and scribble on it, right? Joy, I want to hear the excuses. Kylie, I don't have a journal. Well, find a piece of paper or grab the notes on your damn phone and make some goals. Where do you want to be six months from now? Because personally, I want to have, well, I've given myself 12 months. I'm not, like, I don't want to say I want to have lost this this marina weight because I've spoken about this several times. You know, I gained weight when I had the marina in, which I've since had removed. Weight is not dropping off of my body. Like, it's not just dripping off without effort. I'm making the effort. I'm following each one of my five eating codes. And whilst it's happening, if we circle back to Neve's question, my weight loss is happening very slowly at my age, but it's happening it's happening. If I was 25, the weight that I had put on with the marina, I would have lost it by now. I would have been on and done my thing. But I need the time in this journey. And this is what I would suggest for Neve as well. The journey is taking as long as it's taking because there are things that you still haven't learned. You need to know how to get comfortable around having certain foods in the house. You need to learn how to trust yourself around food and how to trust your body that it's going to do the right thing by you. So many of us don't trust our body. I need to manipulate it. I need to do this. I need to force it to lose weight. Well, you can't. That's also not a thing. You need this journey. This is the time that you will learn how not only how to trust your body and do all those things, but how to maintain what you have achieved once the weight is gone. If it was, I say this all the time. I say this all the time and get many different results. But what I what I want to say is if you woke up tomorrow and you all the weight was gone, gone, poof, like magic. A genie came and woo, it's gone. Harry Potter dinged you on the head overnight and your weight is gone. At first, you'd be fucking delirious, right? Of course you would. You would be very excited. This is amazing. Oh, my God, I'm skinny. This is great. And then you would start shitting yourself. How do I keep it off? Because you don't know how you got there. It's the same with when you're doing the WWs and the Jenny Craigs and the Nooms and all the things. When you don't take the time to learn how to change your mindset around food, your body, and yourself – you won't understand exactly what it took to reach the place that you achieve and now the weight is gone. When you don't know exactly how you got there, you can't replicate it when the weight is gone and you will wonder why it keeps coming back. So my darlings, I've got someone that's fired up all the gardening equipment outside, so I'm going to wrap it up. And I will say, if you have a listener question that you want to send in and get featured on an upcoming episode, you can email the team at hello at kyliepacks.com or just skip over and drop into my DMs on Instagram. It's me that's in there. So you'll be chatting with me personally and we can have a chat about what your challenges are and how we can overcome them. I'm sending you incredible amounts of love. As always, please do remember the only person who has the power to change your life is you. When you step up and start accepting where you are to start with, stop waiting for magical fucking fairy circumstances to motivate you to change and create your own sense of motivation, drive, consistency, and commitment. That is when you've got what it takes. Sending you amazing amounts of love. I will see you all again next week. Until then, my gorgeous ones, bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember to shimmy your butt over to kyliepacks.com forward slash free course and sign up for my free weight loss training so you can start losing your weight now. You'll also find helpful notes and resources in my past podcast that will help you lose your weight without the BS diet drama. I'll see you next week.